0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Simply Nikki Show. In today's episode, I want to talk about the politics of desirability and the oversexualization of women. But before we go into the conversation, I must give a history lesson, and we're going to break this on down. I'm going to talk about a woman that probably a lot of people have not heard of. Um, you may or may not, but I will give you a brief history on her. Her name is Sarah Bartman. Sarah Bartman was born in South Africa's eastern Cape, Cape Town, in 1789. Her mother died, according to BBC News, when she was two, and her father, a cattle driver, died when she was an adolescent. She entered domestic service in Cape Town after a Dutch colonist murdered her partner, with whom she had a had a baby, who died. In october eighteen ten, although illiterate, Bartman allegedly signed a contract with English ship surgeon William Dunlop and mixed race entrepreneur Hendrik Caesars, in whose household she worked, saying she would travel to England to take part in shows. However, they used her not knowing, as far as like reading, writing, and not having the education or the knowledge of what's going on, due to her parents dying getting murdered at her early ages. They tricked her, basically. So she has been known for her over-large behind. Okay, the behinds that people go to plastic surgeries, and that's such a big trend. The butt lifts surgeries—that's such a big trend in today's society. But it's not just in today's society; it's been known, well known. But I want to talk about why this politics of desirability and the over the over sexualization of women comes about, and. Sarah Barman's story is not the only one in history, but I wanted to talk about her because it's tied into my history and as African American young woman, so I wanted to educate you guys. She was tricked, okay, because they always do that. They did a lot of that back then because they forced us to not read and write. And they didn't want us to read and write because they knew we know our education. We would be well educated on what not to do and what to do. So they use that against her and say, "Oh, you're going to take part in shows and because she needed the money and because, um, you know what was going on at the time in Cape Town, Africa, in South Africa. You know, she, you know, she thought it was going to be a great opportunity, right? I'm not saying this is what she thought. I'm just narrating what I think what was going on at the time. And Sarah Bartman, she was known for certain stereotypical terms. You know, big butt. Um, Sarah Tige, um, because of her extremely big butt talks, due to a buildup of fat, right? So she was stereotyped, you know? And that was you know, in her jeans. And it's sad when you see a lot of like women now getting this stuff and and wanting this attention, you know. When when you're born with this, it's not your fault, you know? And the fact that they tricked her was so wrong. But they did my people some wrong, but we're not gonna keep going through that Um, so what they did was they made her a cause of vaccination when she was exhibited at a venue in London's circus after her arrival. Basically, they put her, they call her, um, hot tonight, Venus. You know, they call her all type of stuff. Basically, um, she was being dressed in certain clothing, being paraded as if she's a you know, an animal in the zoo and being paraded and desired after these lusting men or whoever, not getting no pay, you know, being taken advantage of and being being basically mocked because of her... Human form, you know? And they said that it was highly fashionable and desirable for women to have large bottoms. So lots of people envied what she had naturally without having to accentuate her figure. Okay? She wore, like, tight clothing, stuff, you know, to accentuate her body. Um, And they, when she later... Passed on, they basically used her. You know, they used her. They, um, used her. Well, she died on December 29, 1815, but her exhibition continued. And they had her remains after she later passed on, like her brain, her skeleton, and her sexual organs remained on display in a Paris Museum until 1974. Her remains weren't repatriated and buried until 2002. And today she is seen by many as the epitome of colonial exploitation and racism and of the ridicule and commodification of black people. Um, and that's why when I see the switch in today's society now with, all oh, this, this desirability and, and being want to be, um, body conscious or body positive, like, um, the artist Lizzo or, um, People like Megan Thee Stallion, um, Sweetie, Beyonce, Rihanna, Little Kim, Nicki Minaj, Jordan Woods, Kylie Jenner, the Kardashians, Holly Berry, Kerry Washington. All these people have either participated in the politics of desirability or have been over, overly sexualized by society and the media. And is is very sad. Like a lot of people either contribute to it or profited from it. Like the singer from the '90s, Adina Howard, who made the song "Freak Like Me." Um, Ari Fletcher, which Ari Fletcher, which is a stripper. Baby Mama G Herbo from Chicago. Um, Candy Burris, the singer from Escape, who had controversy. Was a very op- Is very openly. Um, open about her sexuality, and also made um, business entrepreneurships from her so-called sex dungeon, world tour she had. Um, She has candy-coated bedroom products. Um, Lisa Ray with the movie Players Club. The list goes on and on, but it's a little scary uh, when people conflict Body positivity with or oh, and, and woman empowerment, and mix that all up and just show everything because it's like do you really want that attention when you're given that attention be called all type of names, right because I feel like you shouldn't be called any names just because of how you're dressed or whatever how you carry yourself because what you wear does not make you, however, it's just like. Even when you put on a full suit, you got to make it overly sexual. You have to plan to this, oh, look at my breasts, or look at my butt, or look at this. And it's like, is there anything up there in your brain? You know what I mean? Like, is there anything up there? And you're playing into the stereotypical things that the British Empire, the you know people in England, London did to our, uh, especially my people, um... In Africa, you know, with Sarah Bartman, like I just told you the story, like that it was horrible hearing, reading that, you know, in my college classes and understanding my history and stuff like that. And it's like you think this stuff is new, but it's not. It's a it's a old trick in a book with just technology. It's the same thing. It's just technology advances where everything stays the same. I always tell you guys that because. Be careful because the energy you put out is the energy you will get back. And you cannot expect someone to respect you based on how you carry yourself. You can preach and put up signs that I love myself. I'm I'm the most educated. I'm this and that. But if that's all everybody see, they're going to treat you how everything else is being set up as a standard. You know, and it's like, do you really want to put yourself in that box of such as I'm going to go to Megan The Stallion, a beautiful African-American woman, chocolate girl, lover, right? Um, can't take that away from her. However, when you tap into that box of one of being body positive and I'm all about women and, you know, being a hottie and all this stuff. It's like, yes, we know you're beautiful. What else do you have to come to the plate? You don't have to show everybody all your tricks in a book or all your talents. I get that. Because people going to either like you or not. I get it. But some things are just too much. That's all I'm saying. And the reason why I bring this up, because it didn't start with Megan Thee Stallion. It didn't start with Lil Kim. It didn't start with Nicki Minaj. It didn't even start with the card that every, all women can be deemed as over sexualized and playing to the politics of desirability without even trying, right? And when you do get that, and somebody say, Well, I thought you was a freak, or I thought you was this, I thought you said you you said in the music, or you said this, that you can do all this for me. But now when you. You got the opportunity you face with and now you're like, oh, that's not really who I am. Don't play into the politics of desirability if that's not you, because you're trying to put up a front. Because you're just trying to have people lust after you or you want the attention. You're going you to catch the wrong attention, okay? And the reason I bring this up because I see I see too much of not just over a women because... Jennifer Lopez ties into it. All women tie into it. And nothing's wrong with being sexy and being desired, right? But when you tie into... Basically, when I think of politics of desirability, I think of stereotypical things that people in the media say to women... It takes away from the tension of owning your body, owning who you are in the feminism realm. And sometimes it's like, nothing's wrong with loving yourself, being who you are. But have a balance. That's all I'm saying. Have a balance because you don't, because our ancestors and people back then tied into that. Politics are being respectable. The politics are being desirable, and they was made fun of. And now everybody's being glorified for it. Everything that used to be something that was deemed bad is now being turned as good. That's all I'm saying. And do you want to look back on your life and be like, I wish I would never gave my all in that way. You know what I mean? I wish I would have saved some for somebody special, somebody whatever. You know what I mean? Because I understand this society feel like you got to just be over-sexualizing and be over-desirable just to make it. You don't. You don't. And, that's, and the reason why I say it is because the conversation came up with Chloe Bailey last year. When she, you know... Turned, you know, in her 20s and she started feeling herself. She said she loved her body. That's Chloe Bailey from Chloe and Hallie, the girl group that Beyonce artists are, you know. And when she was being attacked or talked about and being shamed for her body, the way she was presenting herself, because a lot of people seen her as this young kid, you know, you know, innocence, that that childlike figure, they don't want you to grow. Type of syndrome, right? And every child known in the industry does this thing where they get a certain age, they want they want to do their Miley Cyrus, you know, wrecking ball, take your clothes out, I want to be wild type thing, and I can't be tamed, and that. You don't have to you don't have to let that be known or show that. You don't have to be that person that gotta be thirsty for attention. You don't have to do that. You don't have to show all that to be because oh I'ma turn a certain age. Okay, you turn a certain age. That's your prerogative. Like Bobby Brown said. That's your prerogative. Okay? Whatever you want to do. But you cannot put some out there and then ask for um you know, start crying about when people criticize it. You know what I mean? That's their opinion. You either can allow or accept what they're saying. You don't have to hear what they're saying. You can ignore it. However, she did not ignore it. Okay, and she cried about it, which I don't think she should be beat up about or criticized about. Everybody's going to have their opinion. And that's what's wrong with society. We're too overly sensitive. And, and, and like, back then, you could say whatever, you know what I mean? You may get a little in trouble, but you don't, now you want to cancel, you know what I mean? It's not that serious. However, Chloe Bailey, you, it's okay. I get you trying to own up to yourself, understand yourself, figure yourself out. People may think you're doing too much, you know, that you try trying to take Beyonce's spot, and we know there's only one Beyonce, and there's only one of you. Okay, I always tell people that there's no copy of you. There's only one of you. Okay. However, I have seen things, especially with that busted challenge. I was like, okay, you know, it's a lot going on being shown. She want the only one. It's a lot of girls doing it. It's like everybody doing it. It's like it's the norm. So if you, how you gonna deem her for doing it and everybody else doing it? Cause you wanna be picky and choose, so you wanna deem as worthy of. I guess, busting it. You know what I mean? But I I think it ties into the conversation of people thinking because you're a child star or you're this or that, you grew up in the industry, that they can't get over you growing up. You know what I mean? And I feel like you don't have to prove that you're grown. You don't. Just be you. You know what I mean? I get you. You're going to be confused. Everybody learning who they are. We're going to always grow and learn and fall down and get back up. But I do feel like sometimes I feel like there is a lot of tension on the body. And yes, she does some music. Great producer. Great writer. And sometimes I feel like you do show too much. You know what I mean? I feel like it is shown a lot. However, that's your body, your decision. I'm just tying all of this into the politics of desirability and over-sexualization of women. Because... Society, y'all point out more of what she's doing when she's showing her body parts are doing extra that y'all say is extra when she's just being herself. When she does post other things, y'all don't get, she don't get that much attention. That goes for anybody. It's an overly sexual, perverted, freak-like country. I don't understand. It's like the world is just over-sexualized for no reason. I'm, I, I just want to read a book because I'm just like, dang, you know what I mean? Do you have to, do I have to tie into that? Just like Jasmine Seven said, and girl like me, song, featuring her. That episode down there. You don't have to change yourself, but it does make you question who you are or who you should be doing or what you should be doing or how much to show. We don't know what a person is behind closed doors, but some things are a little too much. It's okay. You don't have to get likes or followings by being butt naked and whatnot. And I see a lot of girls do it. Megan Thee Stallion. You know, Lil' Kim was praised for it. You know what I mean? It's like, this is nothing new. It's just being more prevalent shown on social media. You know what I mean? It's always been there. But... It's how you use your desirability with the message. You know, what you're teaching other than just that. You know what I mean? We are more than just our bodies as women. And yes, society, you can choose what you want, what you like or don't like, and what your attention is um, brought to. We have... Things we can do to change algorithms on social media now. You can choose not to see a lot of things. Like a lot of people get mad at Lizzo. You can choose not, you can choose not to follow her. You can choose not to look at her because she's she, she mad her business, and you in her business by going on her page, harassing her, criticizing her. Because if you don't like seeing her showing her byproduct, just don't follow her, just don't look at it. You see what I'm saying? This goes for all the women I have named. You can't be that pressed by some what somebody else is doing. Again, we too overly sensitive. However, be careful of what you're putting yourself in as far as a box. When you come out as oversexual and you body positive, nothing's wrong with that. But this world will tie you to that and they will hone on that for a long time. It's going to be hard to shake it. So, when you come out with some good message, ain't nobody going to pay attention to it. When you come out with showing your talent, ain't nobody going to pay attention to it. Because they want to see over-sexualization all the time. We're sexually driven in this world. And it's sad. It's very sad. And it's okay. You know? It's okay. Because we getting a cleanse. During this pandemic, we're cleansing all that. All that nonsense. All that bad energy. All that. We are more than our bodies, but we are in control of our bodies. You cannot tell us what we can and cannot do. So this conversation of politics, of desirability, and oversexualization of women—it it is different layers. So it's a lie. It's a lie that comes with it. But you cannot want your cake and eat it too. Be careful on what you put out there, because anything you do. We'll come back on you because now we got technology, and anytime you delete, it will always be saved. Okay? So all them, um, you know, TikTok videos and you know silhouette challenges and y'all being naked and showing yourself, and y'all don't think nobody can remove that filter and see what you really got going on. Then you want to cry wolf about pedophilia and all that stuff. You cannot play into it and then backtrack. You can't do that. Because you got to be careful. Okay? Because not only is there over-sexualization of women, it's over-sexualization of little girls like Toddlers and Tiaras. That show. Okay? So you got to be careful. But thank you for listening to the Simply Nikki show. Stay tuned for more episodes every week. You can follow me on my social media platforms on Instagram and Facebook at Nikki Podcast, N-I-C-K-I-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, all lowercase. And you can find me on Google search engine by typing in simply Nikki, S-I-M, P-L-Y-N-I-C-K-I-E podcast. You can find me on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for my episodes to The Simply Nikki Show. Peace.